Well, now, Carl, we've got a very interesting, what do we say, young man? Uh, who's joined us. He's not a Flag Mount uh, native, but he certainly tells us that he loves the area. His name is Colm Hogan, and Colm is a cinematographer, am I right? That's correct, yeah. So will you just give us an idea of how you came to be where you are at this moment in your career? Sure. Um, Well, I've been doing this for more than 30 years now at this stage. Um, I started off um, going with a a girlfriend to South America, bought a camera, went to South America, backpacking when I was young. Ordinary everyday camera? Regular, regular old, I think it was a Pentax K1000. Yeah, that was kind of a nice camera, but anyway. Yeah, it was good. It had a roll of film in it. um, um, I went to South America for three or four months and took lots of photographs when I was there. And I came back and developed them and had 10 or 12 good ones and I call myself a photographer. You were very young at the time, I'd say, Colm, were you? Well, I was in my just early 20s. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. kind of starting out. Uh, so that was life. the start of it. And then what what brought you to film and um, all the other businesses you're involved in? Yeah, the person I was going out with at the time worked in the Galway Film Centre. And um, she um, basically um, oversaw kind of short films. And I went uh, on set and I started taking photographs on set. So I was just an on-set still photographer. Mm-hmm. And I did uh, three or four of those around the Galway area. And then um, Roger Corman, who's an American producer, started a, a kind of a B-movie studio in Connemara. And um, I got a semi-permanent kind of job there for two or three years doing stills photography on feature films. Explain <coughs> stills photography now for people who are listening. So a stills photographer, an on-set stills photographer, or a unit photographer is what they're called, um, are on set on feature films while they're shooting feature films and you just photograph the action all the time. Right. So it's used for publicity, posters, yeah. DVD covers, you know, general publicity, newspapers, magazines, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, in the good old days, they'd have an on-set still photographer there for the entire shoot, which could be six or eight weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, they kind of brought it back down to like maybe 10, 15, 20 days per shoot and they bring you in for special days and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. So y- y- <coughs> I read somewhere, probably on, on Mr. Google, that you were watching some of the, uh, the, the cameramen and that you started to be very interested in, you know, uh, blocking and lighting and, yeah. So is that what got you interested then in your camera work? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, as a sales photographer, you're generally shooting over someone else's shoulder, so right. it's someone else's vision, and um, you know, you're you're kind of trying to be invisible and get good shots at the same time. So I was kind of I could do it, and I could do it really well, and um, I felt that I could, you know, um, shoot, um, you know, do what they were doing. Um, and, yeah, why um, not? Why not? So um, at the same time, there was a kind of a techno- technological kind of um, transformation that stills, for, for stills cameras became video cameras around the Canon 5D kind of era, era, uh, era um, which. Um, you know, I naturally transgressed then from from stills to video as the technology transformed. Do you know what I mean? So um, I, I don't really, but I mean, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very technical to me. Well, it's just what happened technologically at the time, and yeah. I kind of just I, I kind of moved with technology at the time. Yeah, but you you've made quite a name for yourself, haven't you, Con? I mean, you've got a lot of awards, and you're involved in a lot of. Very famous films, really, haven't you been? Well, I've done a lot of, I suppose, famous films. Yeah, I've photographed a lot of film stars and movie stars and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's what we do, what I've done all my life now at this stage. So, um, I, you know, I don't think about it like that at all. I think about doing interesting things. And uh, I know, day. but they, they have 
made it possible for you to be nominated for different awards and things like that. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's not about awards for me. I've got, I've got a few awards for this, yeah. that, and the other. Yeah. Like, but you know, nothing, nothing high end. Um, uh, there was. Uh, um, the most recent thing, I suppose, in the award category um, was the film I shot called Fosca, um, a feature film, a Sini Kahar feature film. Um, was Fosca. Fosca, it means shelter in okay. Irish. So um, that was nominated by Ireland to be put forward for an Oscar nomination, Irish oh, okay. Oscar nomination. And, and that was, I mean, that's literally just putting the two words together in a sentence. Nothing, will, nothing more will happen. Right. Because you need huge amounts of money to kind of push it in yeah. the right circles and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But it's nice to have those two words in the same sentence in my name in the same sentence as it well. It is you know. indeed. It is indeed. And um, the, the um, you mentioned the this cinema centre or the centre in Galway. That was actually um, provided a lot of funding for young um, people who were interested in, in cinema over the last couple of years. Didn't it? Something like two million I'm not sure, not sure about Rapid, that now. That <coughs> well, that, that, that's a different thing now. There's, there's the Galway yeah. Gobi Film Centre is like an educational centre, but that, that kind of... Well, oh, I thought they were kind of sponsoring this RAP thing. No, they, they're not. The RAP fund is a different, is a right. different tech, but, okay. but, that, but the RAP fund is set up recently in the last two years to promote yeah. film in the West of Ireland and to take, um, to take um, the main kind of stream films that have been shooting mainly in the East Coast to the West Coast and use the locations and the crew over here. So there's lots of studios being set up. There's new studios set up in Galway. There's one in Limerick. Um, so um, cinema and uh, the whole idea of filming in Ireland is growing, isn't it? Massively. They can't yeah. build studios quickly enough. Yeah. Is that because we have the technical know-how or we have the actors or we have the scenery? What is it, do you think? I think it's, I think it's the crew. The crew. You know, There's a lot of very kind of high-end crew here who have done a lot of big movies. Yeah. Also, there's a, a government incentive called Section 481. That's basically a tax incentive for foreign companies to come to Ireland and to shoot here. And, of course, the locations are... You can't find them anywhere in the world. Yes. I mean, it's a small island that's condensed. It's got it's such a massive variety of locations. All the, you know, a lot of period drama shot here because of the castles and older houses and estates. And then, the, obviously, the scenery in the west of Ireland is spectacular. And is you've got the ocean, the seas, yeah. you've got everything. You know, so. You've a lot, a lot of other irons uh, in the far... Colm, I'm really fascinated by the fact that you seem to have learned on the job a huge amount. And I'm just wondering, when, when somebody young, young listeners maybe, or parents of people who, who's, who might have an interest in moving into this world of, of filming and camera work and photography in the world of cinema, particularly in documentaries and the stuff that you do, you maybe didn't go down this very formal route. It was very much that learning on the job. What, do you, what would your advice be to somebody who's interested in, this, in the career that you have? Well, I mean, experience is, is crucial, really, and, and gaining, uh, gaining experience and gaining skills. Um, and um, just, you know, obviously education is really important as well, but you can there's several different forms of education. You can be educated through the actual official routes, but also education uh, by doing is, is probably the best. I have several people who've worked with me throughout the years who've been to college and they say they've mer learned more on set in the first three weeks than I have in three years in college. Yes, I can you imagine. You know, because there's a lot of kind of time wasting and, and protocol that you have to follow that, you know, um, you would learn so much more by being on set and seeing what's actually happening and doing the job. Yeah. Um, and, you know. Is there just luck in it? Is there some luck in it, though, as well, about, you know, you get into one job, you get noticed, and 
then somebody perhaps offers you, says this other job is... You're talking about the crew. Now, that's for sure that we have this high-end, very skilled technical crews in Ireland. But, but obviously, there's generations of younger people coming into it. So maybe, maybe what you do is you have to start off and, and get noticed. Right? Is it like you have to go and make the tea? Or not quite that, but... No, almost like an apprenticeship, or well, not really. I mean, it depends. There's so many different areas in film. You know, like you know, you've got hairdressers, you've got accountants, you've got lawyers, you've got you know cinematographers, you've got sound people, you've got um, producers. You've you know what I mean? There's yes. there's so yeah, many different yeah. disciplines. So the first thing you have to do is decide what you're what you're interested in. You know, yeah. and once you decide that, then you have, you I, you know obviously you need to have a certain level of education and knowledge about the subject before you yes. get involved. And then yeah. once you start doing it. It's like a domino effect. If you are good at it and you've got the right personality, um, thing once something will come from the previous thing, and, and yeah. like the domino effect will kick in, yeah. and you're in the system. So, you know. um, I was going to ask about. Uh, I understand this weekend you're go, you're go, you're going off to do uh, other voices. So, what would your role be in in, in other voices in Dingle? I'm the director of photography, so I'm I'm in charge of of how it looks, um, along with the the director and the lighting person. So um, I'll be literally calling the shots. You know, we've got five or six cameras and put and say where the cameras go, how we how we go about it, how how it looks, how it's lit, and how it's shot. That is the literal meaning of calling the shots, isn't it? I mean, we use that expression all the time, but you, you literally are calling the shots, you know. That's it. So you've moved, just I suppose we're interested, this programme is, is based in around uh, this community in Flagmount. And why did, you, why did you come to live here? Well, um, years ago, um, about 10 or 15 years ago, I passed through it because I think Flagmount is a place that, you ha that you're never going to pass through. You have to be coming here specifically. It's, there's no through road, you know. Um, but I actually passed through on, on a job. I was working on a TG Carr series called Gary Glass about a gardening program. And um, we did some foraging in the woods here. And um, I just remember uh, it clearly driving up the high road, looking down over Loch Rainey. Didn't uh, thinking this could not possibly be Ireland. It, it just it's uh, it was a summer's day and it was just spectacular, and I loved it. Um, and then coincidentally, I have a friend who lived in Tumgraney, um that I was friends with from Galway from years ago, and my wife then um, started studying down here and studying herbal medicine, um, and fell in love with the place as well. Um, then she wanted to start a nature sanctuary, so um, she wanted to buy some land. So we bought some land down here in Flagland, and, uh, and we definitely think that. Uh, the next time we come back to Flagmount, if not before, we would really, would, would really love on Scarif Bay Community Radio to talk to her as well, wouldn't we, Geraldine? Sorry. Just you, you just mentioned before we started, uh, Colin, that you have a drone company. Very interesting. Yeah, we were kind of the first people in Ireland. We started about 10 years ago. We started building our own drones. Um, You're building them yourselves? Yeah, myself right. and uh, the other Roman Bogowski, who works with me um, closely for the last 10 years, uh, started building it for us. Mm -hmm. And then we become one of the leading drone companies in Ireland and, and abroad in Europe. So um, we've done, we do a lot of kind of high-end uh, drone work uh, in various different projects around the world. And do you use it a lot in your film work? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, the only, that's the only thing we use it for. Is, is, yes, is well, I, yes just, I wasn't quite sure, but yeah, it, they're a fascinating piece of technology, aren't they? Yeah, and it's, it's growing exponentially. It's, it's incredible what, what, you, what you can do now. There's new technology coming out every, every week. We've yeah. got 10 or 15 drones now at this stage, and, and it's just the variety of, of things you can do is phenomenal. 
are they restricted? Are you restricted in their use much? Absolutely, yeah. We're oh, fully yeah, there you have to be registered and all of that. Well, you that. have to be fully licensed and, you know, yeah. but you have to have pilots with fully licensed and insurance and... Um, you have to get permission to when to use them and all of that. Well, sort of we, have, we, have, we have, you get permission, uh, called an SOP, for, for a year at a time. Um, so you okay. have to renew it every year. Yeah. And the pilot's competency tests have to be done every year and uh, you have to have fully... In, fully insured and all the rest of it like so yeah my experience of drones is somebody with a little remote control i'm sure yours is much more sophisticated now so how do you control these big drones well they're controlled by satellites um all it's right. all gps um and the pilot is we have we have a two-man operation so there's a pilot who flies the drone and then i operate the camera which is on a gimbal underneath the drone um, so um, yeah, it's it works better like that. You mm -hmm. have to have one person, op, you know, fully focused on flying the drone and keeping it safe, and then I I do the kind of more creative stuff where I'm uh, operating the camera. Sounds like you have a fascinating life, Colin. Well, every day is different, so that's yeah, that's a variety yeah. to spice of life. And you're going down to a lovely part of the country now at the weekend, so the kingdom. Kingdom, <laughs> yeah, definitely another. Isn't that a isn't that a glorious sight as well? It's spectacular, yeah, spectacular, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that is just unless you would like to add something to what you have told us already, we might have only touched on it. I think today, but um, is there anything you'd like to? I mean, we haven't mentioned all the films that you were involved in. I mean, Terminator and uh, The Guard. One of my I like. I, mean, I love Brendan Gleeson and. The most recent one, I hadn't heard of it before. Now, The Green Knight, that was a more recent one, I think. Yeah, that's a fantastic film. It's just after coming out. And we just finished um, uh, the the, uh, the Banshee of Inish Year, which is Mark oh, McDonough's new Mark film Madonna, with, yeah, with yeah. Mark McDonough yeah. and Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson is in that as well. Oh, and we yeah. did Valhalla um, and we just finished Foundation, which is a new Apple series that was shooting all over the world. And that's been broadcast on Apple TV now. So. Why haven't we heard of you before, Colin? I, I, I'm keeping the shadows. <laughs> I don't think that you do. But anyway, thank you so much for coming in. It's been fascinating. And we certainly will will um, talk to your wife at some stage because I believe you have a little nature reserve down where you live here in, yeah, in, in Flagmount. I think we it's all about conserving the area and educating children about the importance of nature. That's really important. It especially but it's for another day. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Colin. Pleasure. Thanks very much.